developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James P. White. For Arden Roof Systems, there's more to your roof than just shingles. You gotta come on. Hello. I'm Friday. Boom, 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 boom. Come on. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning. I had your gift for Birdie yep. set aside, and I walked out of the house without it. Mm, I did the same with the one-ply toilet paper. I left the house without it. <laughs> uh, by the yeah. way, that actually is a good segue into the fact that we're making our picks. Are you ready to go? I am. Yeah, I'm trying to... I'm deciding, like, do I go some old faithfuls in the celebrity death pool, or do I try to bring in some new old blood, or... You you know. You've been the guy in the past that has taken more chances on newer names. I like to kind of keep it interesting so it's not just the same people over and over again, but it hasn't well, really worked out for me. And I wasn't, no, well, it hasn't worked out for wins, but yeah. it's worked out for bonus picks. For bonus picks it has, yeah. Because every time someone dies, we go back into the list to see who had who had introduced them and or I've who had, had them. them last, yeah. and you've had a lot of them. That reminds me, don't let me forget, when we do the picks, because you had Sinead O'Connor, yeah. On a pass list, you get a bonus pick in this latest round. Sweet. Round number 20. So we'll do that at um, 7 a.m. this morning. By the way, a part of our celebrity death pool is the fact that we let listeners jump in as well. Yeah. And we let them make picks. So that'll be a part of it as well. All right. 1991, this day, 1991? Yeah. They filmed this video, yeah. They filmed this video, this music video, yeah. I I recognize this song. It's a a fairly popular tune. Yeah, somewhat, yeah. Yeah. The Locker Room Topic of the Day. Your funniest movie moment of all time. Before we start getting to some of the texts coming in, and there's some good ones, um, stuff coming in that wasn't on that list either. True. Um, Grant, this is yours. Hello, Mindy. Super bad. So I didn't go with movie moment. I went with the the thing performance when I chose mine. Yeah, this guy. I just went overall performance. I love that stuff. Been drinking it for years. <laughs> you know, I, I heard they recently decided to add more hops to it. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to need to see some identification. <laughs> this we pulls up the McLuffin Hawaii <laughs> driver's license. Does he feel young again? <laughs> How many 21-year-olds do you think there are? Yeah, so I went with overall performance, like the article. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, there's so many moments from, from You McLovin. were telling me an interesting story about his character in that movie, Superbad. Well, Michael Sarah revealed, when he was on Hot Ones, actually, that... Um, when they were casting for the McLovin role, <laughs> that kid came in. He nobody knew who he was. He was a nobody. Like he'd never acted before. 
and he annoyed Jonah Hill immediately. Like Jonah Hill hated him, and that's when like with Seth Rogen and everyone were like, okay, well he's obviously we're casting him. And then throughout the movie, like Jonah Hill's quite mean to him, and that was pretty real. That was like on was, and off screen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And it makes it so much better. I don't know why I love that so much. It's so funny. All right. Okay. Again, I think what we find funny says a lot about yeah. who we are. The locker room topic of the day. Your funniest movie moment. This one totally makes sense for Jimmy. Home Alone 2. Knocking off a youngster ain't going to mean all that much to me. Understand? Mm-hmm. This is the brick but scene. since we're yeah. in a hurry, Eat I'll brick, make a deal kid. with you. You throw down your camera and we won't hurt you. I think You'll everybody remembers this. Yeah. Again. Right. He had pretty good okay. aim. And it's it is typical that I Jimmy would love this yeah. based on the die. little guy getting back okay. at the big guy. But, but also with the fact that he throws a brick and then it, then uh, Joe Pesci keeps okay, egging him on to keep throwing the bricks and he keeps hitting the other guy. <laughs> oh, here it is. Here it is. There we go. All right. Joe Pesci's got some good ones. Joe Pesci. Yeah. I like the fact that he went from like Goodfellows, right? Yeah. To to doing stuff like more? Home Alone. Yeah, you right. Do. <laughs> it just worked for me. The locker room topic of the day. What's your funniest movie moment of all time? Send them in. Uh, Nicole said, "You know, The Hangover had so many lines, but this one stands out to her. She is wearing my grandmother's ring. What? The ring I'm going to give to Melissa. You remember my grandmother's Holocaust ring? She's wearing it." Okay. I didn't know they give out rings at the Holocaust. <laughs> Alan, Alan. And, and as far as like just overall performances, Again. yeah, he's one of the easily the most memorable one of them. All my all my favorite scenes from Hangover, yeah, all three of them involve Alan <laughs> every single time when they're parked outside the school. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's not allowed to be there. What was the other thing? The Wolfpack speech. Wolfpack speech is legendary. <laughs> On the roof of the um, hotel in Vegas. One of my, and it's just little lines uh, too. Like, yeah. this isn't the real Caesar's Palace, is it? <laughs> like, just stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Alan's a gem. The locker room topic of the day. Your funniest movie scene of all time. Found a list. Mm-hmm. And not that we disagreed with the list, but it was also a fairly safe list. Yeah. Although I think this was on it. Yeah, this, I mean, the list covered everything. It was 38 moments. Yeah. Um, Cheryl, so her funniest uh, movie moment was the chest waxing scene in 40 Year Old Virgin. Do it! Just hold. Okay, here we go. Ooh, 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 no. Yep, yep. One, two, three. Ah, What's so good? (laughs) What's so good about this, too? Burn it out! Is it was real? All right, they no, did this for real to him, yeah. Ooh, I think we're done. I think that's good. <laughs> Ooh. You know what, guys? This is not a good look for me. <laughs> you look like a man lantern <laughs> Yeah, they actually they waxed actually his it. chest, <laughs> and it was all unscripted. And, and, like, in the scene, you could see Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd, like, Bursting out laughing. Well, they filmed that once, yeah. and that was it. There was no second takes or anything. No. Oh, brilliant! Uh, my favorite forty-year-old virgin uh, moment was the the conversation he was having in the back with Seth Rogen about his trip to San- Mexico. Oh yeah, <laughs> they were going to say the sandbags. 
<laughs> Which what was the sandbags? Have you ever felt boobs? Yeah, they're like <laughs> spags of sand. <laughs> but being waxed like that sucks. Like you you had I, the I, whole... I did the I I did well, the uh, bikini. Steve Carell is very very hairy too. The guy's a gorilla. Yeah. yeah, so it would be even worse. Like he's third on the left in that lineup. Right? <laughs> but watching that scene, okay. You have to feel it, and then once you've felt the waxing, it isn't as funny. Well, <laughs> when they're walking home and he's bleeding through his Yeah. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Your funniest movie moment of all times. Animal House came in. That boy is a P.I.G. pig. See if you can guess what I am now. <laughs> I'm a zit. Get it? So, Bluto... Yeah. Um, John Belushi. The thing about that movie is, uh, for me, like I get that was brought up, right? The zit, the food fight scene. Yeah, that was the specific scene. That was the sp- scene they brought up. But I, I'm sorry. This killed me. This destroyed me. I gave my love a cherry. Do you remember this? Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. There, there it is. See, see that's Sorry. Great. And then also, but for me too, Bluto's speech. Oh, but Was yes. it over? <laughs> <You know. laughs> what do you mean it's over? They're all looking at When they're going to get tough, the tough get going. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. And a couple came in that we didn't get to this morning, and this one is definitely worth a mention. Funniest movie moments. Yes. Oh, no, Megan. No! No! <laughs> Look away! Bridesmaids. Ah, what did we eat? <laughs> She's in this thing. What are you doing? It's coming out of me like lava. <laughs> when did that movie come out? Have you got a date? 2011. 2011. Okay, yeah. so my daughter was like 13, 14 years of age when that came out. Oh, yeah. And she wanted to go to it. And she, <laughs> I didn't know anything about it. Yeah. She said to me, Dad, let's go to the movies. Because occasionally Monkey Bird and I, because she was into movies. Yeah would go see a movie together, right? Just the two of us. And so we go to Bridesmaids because I'm like, oh, okay. Seems good. Yeah, it's about Bridesmaids, whatever. It's a (laughs) rom-com. I'll sit through a rom-com with my daughter, right? We get popcorn, (laughs) we sit down, and that opening scene starts, and I look over at her, and I'm like, and she's beat red. She's embarrassed. I'm like, what the hell did you take me to? That's the worst. When you suggest a movie to watch with your parents, and then it's like opening scenes, a sex scene well, or anything. And everybody remembers that sex yeah. scene from that. Yeah. That was the start of it. But then the thing that I enjoyed about that movie, and yeah. it brought my daughter and I even closer together, was the two of us were laughing at the same things. Yeah. But the rest of the audience wasn't laughing at what we were laughing at. <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. Your funniest movie moments of all time. Shane texted in on this moment, So I Married an Axe Murderer. 
Look at the size of that boy's head. <laughs> I'm not kidding, it's like an orange on a toothpick. <laughs> Look at the boy complex. Well, that's a huge noggin. That's a huge man. That's a virtual planetoid. <laughs> Has its own weather system. That was the one I watched when I was a kid, and then I've quoted my whole life. Oh, it's stuck Heed. with you. Yeah. yeah. Move. Oh, yeah, yeah, that. Because it's like when it, anytime we're watching TV and if somebody gets in the way, it's, yeah. Every wedding I've been to, someone yells out, let's get pissed. Let's get pissed. And he was the original conspiracy theory guy. Yeah. Yes. He goes over the <laughs> Queen, the Vatican, the Rothschilds, and Colonel Sanders are all in the conspiracy <laughs> together. Didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't Mike Myers comment after the fact about basing that on what, like someone in his family oh probably like, yeah. very closely <laughs> that was a ripoff of one of his relatives that's that how that that's how, that how character it goes is right? that one of the more underrated comedies of all time too yeah i was thinking that as well because i feel like it it's yeah it's not talked about that much it doesn't but. come up all the time but when you're putting a list of like the best comedies i think that one needs to be well especially if you look at like a contender mike myers movies i'd say it's it's up there oh yeah. it's it's one of my favorite Definitely. mike myers like i didn't get the the uh, the awesome powers are funny but yeah so i married an axe murderer yeah that's a great movie the locker room topic of the day funniest movie moments of all time i'm not surprised this one came in although i don't find this guy funny which one is it? I know. Uh, dude. Dude, where's my oh, car? Oh, yeah. What's his name again? Ashton yeah. Kutcher. I don't find him funny. Really? Yeah, I like, uh, Never. He was good in that chicken. 70s show. And then, and then three orders of white rice. And then? And then... Oh, hey, you guys want soup? Sure. Yeah. Three Do we need to play this whole thing? Soup? This, this is another one when I was a kid and I watched this. I thought this was the funniest thing on, on Earth. Oh, see, this is... it was just like stupid. Like it was like at the same time that I was really into Biodome. No. <laughs> right? Like those stoner <laughs> comedies. <laughs> see, this is... It's just, not funny anymore. This me. just gives me anxiety. Like it, from the first time I ever saw it, I, I would be like, this is... Why is this funny? This is not funny. This just... Because I'm just I'm the guy that wants to go into the restaurant. Uh, no, no, see, all, all I want is the three orders of the garlic right. chicken and the three orders of the white rice. I think this is a good way to end. Because <laughs> this is a touch racist too, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Okay, here's a recap on where we're at with the locker room celebrity death pool. I won the last round, round 19, when Tony Bennett passed away in July. Mm -hmm. We haven't had the show in one piece, like, a as a whole, for almost a month. Yeah. Three weeks because of vacation and Grant bringing Birdie into the into the world. So it's been it's been a chaotic summer. So this week we've been sorting out our celebrity death pool, and we're doing round twenty picks right now. The wager from the last round: the two losers, Grant and Jimmy, are having to use one ply toilet paper for an entire month. Grant seems to have. I don't, I don't hate it. Okay. Yeah, I'd be honest. I. Uh... I don't know. It's it's Maybe like you, it's more efficient because it's not cozy for your your parts, right? So you just you get down to business. You're not wasting time. Well, I'm, I find I use more because it's not getting enough off. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the wager for the next round is 
The two losers have to drink nothing but boxed wine. No hard liquor, no beer, boxed wine. That is it for an entire month. If you're out at a restaurant yeah. and they don't have boxed wine, you're shit out of luck. That's it. You're drinking water. Yeah. So here's how we do the picks. Oh, uh, we'll go through the numbers too. So out of the 19 rounds, Grant has won four times. Jimmy has won six times. An old locker. A nine-time champion, baby. Woo! It's luck. Because you did get the entire royal family. I'm good at Which this game. Stole, a stole. I don't know. We should look back and see how many of his picks were his original picks, or he just stole from our lists. Oh, uh, he stole them all from our Most lists. Most of them he stole from our lists. Listen, this he is part bring, of the game. He didn't enter them into the game. All right. Okay, so we'll go around the horn because I won. I get to pick first. The first one is, oh. Keeper, right? It's a keeper, but we should say this right now. Start texting in any thoughts yeah. that you have. 780 have a listener pick. Our fifth pick is a listener pick, okay? So here's my first pick. I'm going to stick with old Bob, Bob Barker. Okay. I mean, at some point he's been on the since the literally. (laughs) I think the first round Bob Barker has been on there. I had him for a long time. Yeah, yeah, and then I think I stole him from you when you kept Jimmy Carter or something. Anyway, I'm all right, Jimmy. Who are you picking? I'm keeping a Bob too, Bob Newhart. All right, Bob does not look good. He looks like he he looks he looks like that guy from the painting, the scream. He looks like he might be. Um, you have chosen standing poorly. over a crypt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I am going to keep Jimmy Carter. Of oh, course, that was the most obvious. That one's one. easy. Okay, now we have an under sixty pick for our second pick. I'm going to bring Andy Dick back. Is he still under sixty? Yes. Wow. Yeah, I think he's like fifty-eight, fifty-seven, fifty-seven. Yeah. Okay. All right, Jimmy. I'm keeping Shannon. Shannon Doherty. All right. Um, I am gonna stick with Bam Margera. Bam is just got arrested again. Um, yesterday. You know who I so. think might be a decent under sixty pick, and I had him as a second possibility, is uh, Kanye West. Oh well, he's already dead. <laughs> they already they killed him, and they replaced him with a clone already. So, all right. Um, you know what? This pick, my third pick, is purely for humor. Okay. Okay. Um, he's the one that paid all the protesters in the United States. Oh, Soros. Soros. So I'm going with George Soros. George Soros. Yeah. Hey, that's a new one, I think. Okay. Yeah. I might. He he might be. See, there, I bring people to the board. <laughs> he's 93. Okay. Jimmy? I'm stealing your Bruce Willis. Okay. All right. Yeah. His uh, wife just gave an update last night. Pretty sad. She was crying and stuff, saying it's been really hard. So it's not good. Yeah, it's, yeah. he's got dementia. Yeah, um, I'm also going to go with someone who has dementia, Ted Turner. Ted Turner. You know what? I brought him. That's a steal from me. <laughs> okay. Now my fourth pick. I'm actually stealing from Grant. Okay. Oh, hold on. Do I want? No, I'm stealing this. I'm stealing Ron Jeremy. I think you actually introduced Ron Jeremy, and then. Uh, yeah, we had both wanted him in in one of the rounds, and then you got him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, he's he's not going to last long. No, no. And then Jimmy, your fourth pick. I'm going to hell, but I'm keeping Michael J. Fox. Okay. And then uh, Grant Norman Lear. Oh, it's I like 101. I had him as well. 
he got brought up by one of our producers yesterday. Yeah. Like, the thing about this game, as awful as it is, we meet so many people that want to play with us. Everyone gets involved. And I mean, that's and exactly why we have a listener pick. Yeah. Okay, so 780-989-0957. We're going to do that during this next commercial break. Listener picks. All right, so send them in. The Locker Room on 95.7 Cruise FM. All right, now we got the listener picks for the uh, Locker Room Celebrity Death Pool. And I'll start. I'm going to grab Troy's Mel Brooks pick okay. for me. Uh, North End Heathers, I'm, I'm taking Val Kilmer. Okay. And then I'll go with Kane's choice of Celine Dion. You also get a bonus pick because while we've been waiting to do this officially, round 20, Celine Dion, or not Celine Dion, uh, Sinead O'Connor passed away. Yeah. And you had her last on a past round, so you get a bonus pick here in this round. I am debating going with someone I've had before or new. New blood? I'm going to add new blood. I'm going to put Toby Keith up there. Toby Keith doesn't look good? He's got stomach cancer. Oh, wow. uh, Which he is, like, recovering from. He says he's doing good, and his treatments have been good. Um, But I'm just going to put him up there. Just, just, you know. I thought maybe you were going to throw a song lyric in there. (laughs) He should have been a cowboy. (laughs) All right. How do you like me now? You love Let's this move part. On. Let's move on. <laughs> the Locker Room presents The Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. There was this study done about Canadians and our leisure time and how much we enjoy our leisure time. And apparently, yeah, we do. apparently... Two in three Canadians are completely satisfied with how much leisure time they get in their life. Completely satisfied. Two out of three people don't need any more leisure time. I'm good. Mm. Who are you people that could say you're just completely satisfied and you don't need any more leisure time? You're just happy spending most of your time working? Now, I'm not saying that means you hate your job if you want more leisure time. Like, you can enjoy your job like I do, but you can still wish you had more time to just relax and do things you want to do. Wouldn't you love to live in a world where leisure time was from Monday to Friday and work time was Saturday and Sunday? I mean, it's a dream, but still, wouldn't you love more time to drink in your backyard? (laughs) Or more time to drink while golfing? Or more time to drink while fishing? Again, I know this is all just fantasy, but you shouldn't just say uh, you're satisfied with your one day a week of drinking in your backyard. Dream bigger. Dream of spending every day drinking in a park. That's all I'm saying. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise page. Today's feature shirt is the Not Tonight, Ladies, I'm Just Here to Get Drunk t-shirt. Text us now to get the link to shop. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. So yesterday, when we were reporting on the wildfires, we had... um, I think it was somebody comment on the text line. That's how we got into the conversation. Yeah, he had texted in a couple times. Sean. Sean, yeah. Had texted in a couple of times um, about like... 
And he's very conspiracy theory driven. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right? And I think he would even admit that. We called him, and um, Sean believes that the liberal government is paying people to um, start forest fires to propagate the climate change um, narrative. Okay. So we put a poll up on the crew's Twitter. And we call it locker room Twitter polls, and we just basically ask a very simple question. We're going to get the results in just a minute. Now, the fact that that I entertained that conversation and had it with Sean, and I don't agree with him, led people to think that on some level I'm a climate change denier. Okay? You, you, when you make your arguments, you kind of border on it. At you do, point, I you, do not border do, on it. At, <laughs> at one bit. point, your family thought you were a climate change denier. That's they because still do. people don't listen, your including family. you two. Your family. No, listen. Your, your daughter was like, Dad, you don't believe in climate change. <laughs> can, can I? I got a list of things that I do believe, okay? And I want to clarify them, okay? So please listen to me, especially you two assholes, Okay. Because I had a couple of people reach out to me yesterday concerned that I'm a climate change denier. I am not a climate change denier. (laughs) Here's what I believe. I absolutely believe that mankind is having an adverse impact on the climate. Okay? I believe also in weather patterns and that this is a hot one. Mm -hmm. But I don't think anybody on the planet can say, all right, this is how much impact the weather pattern is having and this is how much impact mankind is having i think when we start sitting down and quantifying those things that we get ourselves into trouble nobody can even experts can't determine the percentage involved in what's happening right so i think it's crazy to have those conversations i think it's dangerous to quantify the impact on climate change that mankind is having because we start to Point fingers and assess blame, right? Mm-hmm. You don't own an electric car. You're a bigger <laughs> part of the problem. I, I don't think that that should be happening. I don't think that climate change scare tactics work. I don't think that carbon tax is going to have the impact needed to reverse the damage we've done to our environment already. I think Greta Thunberg experiment was a mistake. <laughs> I also think that if you're angry at Greta Thunberg, you should seek professional help. I think it's a massive mistake for the provincial government to halt all green energy projects. I also think it is an unbelievably massive mistake for the federal government to ignore alternative clean energy projects like hydrogen energy. I think governments are organized, are unorganized, sorry, and can't be trusted. I don't think governments are organized enough to plan things behind the scenes and pull strings in secret. I don't believe in the World Economic Forum controlling the entire planet and everything that's happening. I do believe people with money and influence pull strings behind the scenes for their own interests, for their own self-interests. I don't believe someone is paying people to start fires around the world to support the climate change narrative. I also think a major part of the division today is that we've stopped listening to each other. And if we don't fix that, things are going to get worse. And I've got a perfect example. It actually happened on our poll. We have somebody, a couple of people that tagged the CRTC suggesting (laughs) that that poll is not responsible broadcasting. Why? Because they disagree with it. And I think that's a bigger problem. I think the fact that someone thinks that we should be pulling that down because it doesn't support their narrative 
Mm-hmm. That that's the bigger issue. That the fact that we've stopped listening to each other is just going to create more division. All right. I'm done. So my thing with it is I think it's something else that you talk about. One of your rules for life or whatever is know who you are. And, right, you always say that, like, know who you are, be comfortable with who you are. And I think too many people don't know who they are anymore. When I was in school, there was a clear division between the smart people and us, the dumb people. Yeah. And we were all, we were all aware that we were dumb. And those same people that I went to school with that were in the dumb kid class with me now are on Facebook preaching about climate change yeah. and world issues and how to fix the and world economic and... problems and I'm like hold on you were in the dumb class with me get back here <laughs> get back here I know who you are Tyler I saw your grades you and I were writing the final exams because we never got recommends so but hold on. You, my friend, are in the wrong tent. Yeah, but, you're trying pretending to, to be in the wrong tent. You're not, yeah. The Anyways, thing is, that's also. a good point. I think, can I add to that? Sorry, Jimmy, I don't want to cut you off. I'll add to what Grant is saying. I think also what ends up happening is it's an insecurity thing, yeah. right? Um, over time, people that were in the, the dumb class and realized yeah. they were in the dumb class aren't comfortable with it and they're trying to overcompensate. Yeah, so they're right? reading a lot online and and just kind of regurgitating a lot. And so yeah. the Twitter poll, do you think the Trudeau government is paying people to start fires on purpose? We'll get final the res- results. Hold on, yeah. we'll get the results next. Okay, well, we've been re- they just finished. So Oh did it? Okay. Let's yeah. let's do a break and then we'll it's a good tease. Yeah. Maybe people will stick around. <laughs> and now another world famous locker room Twitter poll. What do you got? So 400 votes on this one. Um, 77.3% of people said, no, I do not think Trudeau is paying people to start fires. Uh, 22.8%, however, do believe he is. So there you go. And I think we should be wildly concerned that that many people think that. Yeah. I, I think that's the bigger issue here is almost one in four people that took part in that poll, at least, think that the government is actually paying people to start fires. But Are there arsons out there? Yes. Mm -hmm. But they actually think that there's a concerted effort by our government to pay... You can think this is crazy. They believe it, that there is an effort to actually pay people to start fires that's crazy to me the thing is though is that poll kind of proves my point i was trying to make is people have to have someone to blame like they blame people for everything like mm-hmm. you know uh, you know COVID, they, blamed, they blame this people, yeah. uh, they blame this they blame this now they're blaming the government for all these fires instead of looking at what the cause is mm-hmm. you know it's what you know, Lazat said too. We we choose teams, and then yeah. we're like so loyal to our teams, and and nobody else's opinion matters. Well, and, yeah, I'm fighting yeah. with somebody on Twitter who is like thinks that that I need to be shut up, and I don't agree with the fact that people are starting fires. Mm-hmm. Like, but, you know what I mean? Like that that's that's even scarier to me that we live in a world where somebody thinks that an alternative opinion to theirs should be shut down. 
mm-hmm. and that it shouldn't actually get any air airtime or or any like any oxygen at all it's craziness and that to me is more terrifying than the fact that almost one in four people think that somebody's being paid to start forest fires you know it's not terrifying just live live your life like jimmy he goes home to the den of sadness which is the cone of silence and he doesn't read these conspiracy theories he doesn't worry about what people are saying right online about this and that he just the problem is we got to live in the den of sadness that's true that might be a bigger issue. Or in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. Earlier in the show, we were talking about funny movie moments. And we did a whole hour on it. Mm-hmm. Um, 780-989-0957 if you have one that, that we missed. A uh, hard thing to choose, just one. It is. I mean, I got 50 that come to my mind. <laughs> I think your sense of humor is to... Like it says a lot about you, what you find funny, mm-hmm. right? Um, that came up, right? And yeah. the three of us all had very specific things that we found funny in movies. And and I don't know what this says about me, but I have lately, uh, and again, you know how you'll watch something and it'll show up on your feed mm-hmm. a little bit more, Constantly, you'll start yeah. to see it. I've been seeing more pickleball videos. Oh, yeah. And I don't know why. It's your age. But <laughs> maybe it's my age. I don't know why, but pickleball, like fat guys playing pickleball and falling, <laughs> I don't know why I cannot it's entertaining stop laughing at it. And I'll watch, I watched one the other day probably 30 times, and I was crying laughing the whole time. Yeah. He took a spill running for the pickleball. <laughs> and it's funny because I brought it up to my wife. I said, I don't know why. But I think I want to get into pickleball. You should. I want to get into pickleball because <laughs> I like, I love tennis. I love all those those sports. So I'm like, a oh, pickleball could be fun. It's the smaller paddle things, the hollow plastic ball. I don't know. It, it looks entertaining to me. I grew up playing tennis quite a bit. Yeah, we played racquetball, like squash and stuff like that. I've never played that, and I've always wanted to. Squash is it's it's actually quite difficult. Yeah, um, racquetball's a little easier, right? Racquetball, but aren't they in the same courts though? Racquetball and squash, different size rackets and different balls. There's I think, a and yeah different rules. The the I think the ball's a little bit bigger. Anyway, I played it a bit. No, the problem with me is I'm too big, right? Mm. So it's it's not a great sport if you're like a lug like you me. You reach way down to your toes. and Yeah. There was a study about racquetball sports. Um, people that play racquetball sports live longer. Okay. Um, that sort of exercise. Something to do with the Cardio concentration and mind. On, and the, the, the eye-hand focus. And then, um, yeah, they said even... even Better than jogging, anything like that, racquetball sports. Well, I know when I play tennis, it is a workout. Like yeah. if you're playing one on one tennis, you're 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 sweating. You're that is definitely good yeah. cardio. I actually can't play my wife won't play tennis with me anymore. No? Because I don't like I don't slow down. Oh. <laughs> like I don't take it easy. Yeah, yeah. Right? So I'll smoke the ball at her and so she doesn't have any fun. So but that's why she's dodging the ball. That's why I'm thinking the pickleball thing might work. Because yeah. I don't think it's about you pure and the wife force. You and the wife could get matching outfits. And yeah. Be a team. I think that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> so there's a place in it's in Nisku. It's called the Demaju Club. 
and they focused directly on badminton and pickleball. They have training courses. They have coaches. They is there have, any leagues? Yeah, that's uh, oh yeah. There's like, leagues. There's membership. Like it, it doesn't say anything about the leagues on here, but it, yeah, there's teams that you can get involved in. I wonder if there's something I could sign the wife and I up for. For sure there is. I'll have to look yeah. into it. Yeah, I'm sure there is. There's a pickleball building. It's got a sign on it yep. on um, Calgary Trail. There's Pickleball Superstore. It's just north of us. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Okay, because I've seen that a couple of times. Maybe I'll pop in there and see what the hell that's Go all about. Go get yourself there, some uh, There is a league, but it's like different ratings, so you would probably be beginner. Oh, oh no, no. you got to enter in the highest one. I'm expert. The only way to play about? sports is to enter in one that you have no business being in. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. There's a show that's kind of flying under the radar right now. Uh, at least in our lives. I remember talking about it. Um, when they were they were talking about making it, and then I didn't realize they actually did it, and then it's been airing and it's on. Yeah, <laughs> is this show on other people's radar? Because it's not on ours. Uh, Stars on Mars. So what they did is they took a bunch of celebrities, a bunch of stars. And they basically put them in like a simulation as if they're on Mars and they're colonizing it. So, you know, got to live as if there's no oxygen on the outside. They got to perform all these different tasks that they would, I guess, have to do. Challenges. If they were on Mars. Challenges, yeah. And it's a bunch of celebrities. And they've actually had a bunch of celebrities. And William Shatner's involved in it. Um, a bunch of celebrities have quit during it, too, because it's so hard. Well, so Ariel Winter from Modern Family was what I was She's reading. The latest one was that she actually quit before she would have been voted off. Yeah, but, she was like near the bottom, anyways. But yeah, so she the, a couple of people have voluntarily said, "Yeah, no, I'm I'm done." Yeah. It's an interesting cast. So Ariel Winter, who what was her name in uh, Modern Family? Just so she was the one with the glad, the smart one. Yeah, she was the smart nerdy kid. one. What the hell was her name? Um, she, now it's gonna bug me. Uh, it's <laughs> Alex. Alex. Alex okay. Dunphy. Yes, Alex Dunphy. So she just quit. Um, she, previously, Lance Armstrong was in it, and he quit. <laughs> um, so he had quit well, last ball, week because eh? he said he found it hard hard to be a team player, is oh, what he said. Odd. <laughs> uh, also playing is uh, Marshawn Lynch. Uh, okay. Ronda Rousey is in it. Wow. Um, Natasha Leggero, she's a comedian. She's in on it. Um, so, yeah, decent. Kind of interesting. interesting. Some bigger skaters. Cast. And- so the thing with it is that people are leaving a little bit premature, but that's the idea of the show, right? Yeah. They're trying to get... It's like a Big Brother thing. They're trying to get down to the, the final. Maybe and it, it shows, is- shows how hard it is to live on Mars, though. Maybe they're all quitting. Well, <laughs> we're talking about celebrities here, too, right? Could you do that? Live on Mars or like simulated like this? I here's the same. Depends my, what the prize is. My ego wants me to say out loud that I would be not only good at something like that, but that I would want that I'd be able to do it. But here's the thing: if I'm being honest with myself, um, I would have to deal with my alcoholism because I'm guessing they're not allowed to drink. <laughs> Probably not bringing in Bud, Bud Light there. <laughs> so there's that. That's going to work against me. My ability to work with other people is limited. 
So you put me in a um, in a group situation. I I might be and I might have a pretty big target on my back right away. So yeah, like big brother in close quarters for a long period of time. And first off, who would want to do that? Like, like I said, it depends on what the prize is. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. None of those shows am I interested in. You the wouldn't do one, any of them? Would you do Amazing Race? Amazing Race, I would. Yeah, because I know I, you. your wife has entered without you, right? Numerous times. <laughs> you know, it's it's it, never even been a conversation. She never even asks you. <laughs> it's somewhat different, but when I worked with the Little Person basketball team... That should we, have been <laughs> That should have been a reality Yeah, show. there should have been video. But... We were in close quarters, like, for 10 months out of the year. We were, like, living in the hotels. A lot of weird sexual stuff going on yeah. in the bathroom. Um, yeah. We don't need to get into it. No, I think but it just, a- I, I would not want to do something like that again is kind of where I was going with that. When you quit, why? Why? I got tired of the traveling and the being i was on the i was on the road 10 months out of the year living just in hotels looking to settle with down a, with a bunch of little people plant some roots okay some of them were kind of nuts you lasted four four years four years that's a pretty decent run i four years can you imagine i'm not surprised jimmy would last that long like jimmy just does things right he just kind of gets into them and this is what we do just hangs in there yeah 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 all right look how long he lived with that roommate that controlled every aspect of his life well and until the only, you saved him the only reason he moved out is because i think we started there was a couple of people that started highlighting how bizarre how horrible it was it was and it he just, was, jimmy was 45 years old and she would stay up at night waiting for him to get home well and he would if he was drinking he would stay out until the bars closed in an attempt to try to sneak back into her place she didn't allow drinking yeah and then she'd be sitting in the dark yeah. on the couch what? waiting for him to get home <laughs> and no they so were not dating man they were not dating and when that started what well, weirdness yeah. started like i i was highlighting that like jimmy that's not normal behavior one mm-hmm. time one time and this is i was on the show with you and she texted me saying I was in your room. It's a mess. <laughs> yeah. Well, it probably was. Oh, and, and 100%. And it how, was. Long, how many years did you live with her? Seven. See? <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't realize how, how bad it was until I met Locke. <laughs> yeah. Locke saved you. Uh, yeah. Locke saved me. Now, here's some shit that didn't make the show. Good morning, Cruz. Hey, good morning, fellas. Right. Hey, boys, about your pool there, I think something that's being missed, too, is that a lot of people take polls, random polls, and give the sensational answer just to stir it up. So I don't mm-hmm. think your poll is completely accurate. I do but, that all the time. Well, there is, I know I've got a lot of buddies who do it. That's why I stay off social media. It's just so negative. People just get on there to stir it up, yeah. give that sensational answer so that people will start a buzz whether they believe what they're actually answering you know what i'm saying so it's, what percentage let's say um to to, to make things more lock uh, that that seems outrageous to me really i that fact that there's that many people who Ron? think that our government Ron. actually is paying people to start fires like really come on get your head out of your ass it depends That's yeah it depends what kind of echo chamber you're in because Ron, it's easy I to think go- I think there's I think one in four actually believe that. But then no, that's no, our echo I chamber. Think, I, no, I don't think so. That's our Twitter and and our crazy listeners that will text in. I have more faith right? in, in, in the human in human 
kind. I mean, a lot so, of times I spout that I don't, but, you know, I don't think, I, as much as I hate Trudeau as much as the next guy, there ain't no fucking way, man. Think about all the people you know, like, I can think of one or two people that I know that would believe that. I yeah. went exactly. to I went to a family reunion, and the numbers were about twenty five percent. That was in Tabor, though. No, Your this was reunion. not <laughs> in Tabor. <laughs> yeah, I was no, it was in I'm Yeah. Crazy man, I don't care what you say. Ron, I appreciate the call. Okay, boys. Take care, man. Good morning, Cruz. Hi, man. Phil. Yeah, you know, listen, Grant. Yes. Uh, the other day, I told you. You asked me. Um, did you start fires? And I said, no, but I, I, any, any fire I started, I controlled. Now some got out of control, but I don't do it for work because I don't work. Mm. Yeah, so Betty, fucking, uh, I'm telling you right now, there's people uh, to make jobs, right? That's all I got to say. So you think that it isn't so much about propagating the climate change narrative as it is to uh, to keep people busy. Was, fire was for everybody. Don't go with climate change with me. It's those on later that the fucking uh, with the nuclear power plants in China. You want me you want to know who pollutes earth more than smoke? Fire was forever, man. Yeah. It's fucking if you're overpopulated, either and you got no room to grow out, you grow up. And fucking, um, no, but, yeah, in my time, there was a couple times where my, the fire was uh, out of control. Yeah. But the fucking thing is, is we, we were able, one time in the, in California, we the fire department came down and put it out, and another time in, in, in a hay field, we fucking, um, it, it was going out of control, but we put it out before it got fucking out of control. Good, good. Yeah, yeah so, well something phil did we lose him phil i think the phone came out of the wall <laughs> oh, oh, there he is. Is. phil we gotta go okay bye okay take care man you too bye i never really know what he's trying to say all right like sometimes it makes like too much sense though <laughs> You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Just be grateful they don't have real jobs. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM. Brought to you by Arden Roof Systems.